You're listening to The Company of One, episode number 22, How to Finally Get to Inbox Zero Using Gmail. Welcome to The Company of One podcast featuring Dale Callahan, dedicated to helping you find freedom in life and with your career. Learn how to not only increase your income, but take control of the income you acquire. Let's ignite that inner entrepreneur in you. Now, welcoming your host, Dale Callahan. Hello, and thanks for tuning in today. Yes, this is Dale Callahan. This is the Company of One podcast, where we teach you how to operate like a company of one, how to, how to treat your income like business income, because that's what it is. Uh, You are earning an income out in the real world in exchange for the service you provide. You are a company. Start acting like one. Start learning how to maximize that income that you have, because really what we're doing is we're trading, uh, just let's face it, many of us are trading time for money. Now, there's other alternatives that we can talk about, uh, of how you do that. But in when we're trading time for money, one of the things that we have to do is look at productivity. How do I spend less time to make the money I'm making? And of course, then value add, how do I add value in there, therefore my time being worth more money? But we'll talk about the other one some more later. But today, I just want to talk about one of the big productivity challenges that all of us have is, is email. And I'm talking Gmail, Google Mail, but this applies really to anything, whether it's email or, I mean, whether you're using Outlook or some other uh, thing. I used to use Apple Mail. Uh, this, you know, the corporations that I work with, they tend to use Outlook Mail uh, or just Outlook. But I was preparing for a workshop that I'm going to be talking about Inbox Zero uh, in a couple of days. And I thought, well, you know, this this subject is so relevant. I mean, we do this workshop as kind of informational, kind of recruiting, get the word out. Uh, uh, it's kind of a lunch and learn thing we do for the, the university for the information engineering program. But I thought this is so relevant to everybody else. So I'm going to just kind of walk you through what we're going to present, or at least some of the highlights of, of what's going on. So this these notes will be at dalecallahan.com slash 122. Uh, and so this, hopefully this will be able to help you. Now, anybody looking to do the business, so since, since these podcasts are coming out in the Christmas season, but uh, anybody, we're, we're still having the specials on the Building Your Own Business course, and uh, and it's a, a, a Christmas time special through de- December 2016, and it's dalecalhan.com slash B-Y-O-B, Building Your Own Business. So let's let's just jump right in though, because I know you and I we probably struggle with email, at least some aspects. And, I've, and I'm finding I know you you probably are this way too. You find that there's two kinds of people. There's a the kind of people you open their email inbox and there's thousands of emails there, just thousands, and it's kind of like their brain. It, you know they they store stuff there. Um, and then there's people that don't have many emails in there, and they kind of deal with it on a time-to-time. Um, but there's there's some subcategories of these people, the people that have, and I used to do this, that have tons of folders and subfolders, and so when you go to get something, it's 
it looks good, but then it's kind of hard to figure out what subfolder you put things in. And, and I used to do that, and it really confused me. So I became a, a good friend of mine uh, was doing something with Productivity Ninja. So I'll put a link to the book. There's a book called, um, let me grab it right here so I know, How to Be a Productivity Ninja by Graham Alcott. Now it's written in Great Britain. Uh, I mean, Graham's from, from uh, uh, England, and uh, so if you're listening to this from there, you may know of him, or well, you may know of him anyway. Uh, there's another book called Getting Things Done uh, by David Allen, which there's some similarities. I kind of like Graham's flow better, but you know, they're both similar. But some of the concepts that we're going to talk about real quick come from these two books. So let me just kind of walk you through the first mindset, and this is a really important part, is thinking how you treat your inbox. So first of all, here's just some mindset issues. Your inbox is not your to-do list. Now, I remember when my friend told me that, and he said, you know, Dale, you're treating your inbox as your to-do list. And boy, that's so true. And it, and it kind of, you know, when you do that, you got that email sitting there, and you're like, "Well, it's it, you know," and you know some some emails are quick, like you want to grab lunch, and then other emails are like, uh, "Can you give me some feedback on this new policy?" Oh my gosh, that's going to take me to read it, to to think about it, to respond to you. You know, there there's that's going to be uh, anywhere from a five to two hour, five minute to two hour kind of activity, maybe more. Um, and so, so emails tend to have, even they, they tend to have create this action thing in our brain that we need to take action, but there's also this dread. I don't have time for that right now. I don't know what to say to her right now. Uh, she's asking for some feedback. I don't know what to say. I don't have time to look at that video yet. Um, so because we treat our inbox as a to-do list, it kind of clutters our mind. And for many people, it just really drags them down when they open up the email. And for many of us, it opens up slow because we have so many things in our inbox or stored in folders. When I used to use Outlook, you know, those little Outlook files, uh, I forget what you call them in Outlook, but the actual file that you move around the mailbox, and it would just be massive. It would be gigs and gigs of data because I had everything stored in email. I was doing better than the NSA and you know, the National Security Agency in storing my own email. Um, but, you know, your email is, if you think about, we treat email differently than we do our mailbox on the road. We go to the mailbox in the road, you know, many of us do that, or the mailbox in our house as we're coming in, and we grab the mail, and some of us just kind of throw it on the kitchen table. But many times we throw it on the kitchen table, and we or we gather up the stuff, and, and many people tell me they read the email, and they read mail standing over the garbage can. That's trash. That's trash. That's trash. Because so much of it is trash, right? And there's a couple of things. Hey, I got a bill for this. You know, hey, got to pay the power bill. Got to do this. So there's some actionable things too, and we sort them out fairly quickly. And then, but we tend to put, like what my wife does is she takes bills and she puts them on her desk in a certain place on her desk. So that's the bills. The trash goes in the trash. Invitations to things like weddings or things like that goes on the refrigerator. She she kind of has a process that she uses to deal with things, uh, and you do too, probably. Uh, 
is, is you is you do that or you just leave it sitting in a pile on your desk. But we just think about that's what we want to think about is your email. We should be processing it instead of using it as a to-do list. It's just email is just a communication channel. That's all it is. It's just things that come to you and then you have to process it. So here's the key idea. You process them. You clean it out. Just like you take everything out of your mailbox. Think about it. You don't go to your mailbox, pull things out and say, well, that's trash, that's trash. Uh, those I'm going to deal with later and you stick it back in your mailbox. No, you take your, your mail and you put it somewhere else in a place that's appropriate for the bills, appropriate for the magazines. You don't stuff it back in the mailbox. But that's how we treat email. So that's the mindset is you need to, just like your mailbox on your front, in the front of your house, you should clean this thing out uh, because that it's not meant to, it's not a storage compartment. So that's the main thing. And I remember when Foke, my, my buddy told me this, it was, uh, it was this, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes so much sense because every time I would open an email and saw these, you know, hundreds of things that I had not responded to that, I'd, no, I need to do that, you know, and I go back to respond to you and you email me about lunch and I just like, oh, I've got to, I got to watch this video and respond back to her on this. You know, it just, it burdened me. It just did this. Um, so this is, you know, what, what the email is for. So let me kind of tell you about, now I'm using Gmail. So let's get let's get tactical here. Now that we just talked a little bit strategic, let's get tactical. How do you do that? So first of all, I'm not going to go over this whether you're using email or or Gmail. I mean Outlook or Gmail or Mail or some other mail program. It doesn't really matter. But one thing that Gmail does really awesome is number one, it has an awesome spam filter. And and many people I know that they take because Gmail spam filter is so good, they route their Outlook or other mail to Gmail. I do. Because it does awesome at spam filtering. Better than many of the other things. So um, so in Gmail, I got a couple of key things that, that's kind of built in. Number one, a spam, an inbox. Number two, a spam filter. And number four, it's got tabs, for kind of like primary, promotional, social, and forums are the four tabs I got there. Now, I'm not going to go over those. If you use Gmail, you know what I'm talking about. And um, the only thing I will say is I aggressively train that. And by training, I, I mark the emails as important or I drag them to their appropriate folder because Gmail learns really quickly. So I, I, I do do those things just to make sure it happens. And I also create filters to get rid of stuff. Now, I'm not going to talk about that, not because that's not important, because most of us understand filterings and Outlook and Gmail and all that. But also be aware, filtering isn't really processing. It's just moving it to another place, right? It's just a way to get it out of my inbox and out of my face necessarily and maybe don't even see it. Um, things like forum emails and things like that. Matter of fact, I've got, I've got filters in my Gmail if I get emails from certain people because I know they just love to email and 99% and of it is totally irrelevant, it goes straight to some folder. But, and I'm not going to tell you who those people are. <laughs> so, uh, 
So that's that's so so tactically that's the thing about setting up Gmail. So let me let me talk about the other. Now let's get past those things in Gmail. One of the things that you want to do is is as you're dealing with your process is when your email comes in, you want to get the email box to zero uh, on the inbox, but you want to creatively use some folders. Now here's the other thing that got my attention with my friend looked at my email folders. I had folders and subfolders, and he started laughing at me because he started he started challenging me. He said, "If you need to find this, what folder is that in?" And I realized, well, it might be that one or that one or that one. He says, "Go up there and search, you know, in, in Google search, do a search." I did that, you know, and whether whether you're in Gmail or email, I mean Gmail or Outlook or anything else, the search engines work awesome. And he was like, "Why aren't you trusted? Why are you making yourself?" think through sorting all this stuff and making the decision of where it goes and it, when you don't really need it it's just archive stuff it's like file cabinet stuff he said it's not a physical file cabinet just search it and boy that was that was a big thing so what what i did now i haven't done this quite but complete well no i did do this completely i got rid of all my subfolders i just took if i had a folder for work and 20 subfolders under it, I got rid of all the subfolders and just left everything under work. And now there's just one folder for work. Um, there's a lot of freedom. That was a little, I was a little anxious doing that, but those, I, I just kind of cleaned that up for viewing. But here's the big one. I created three new folders. I'm using the at ampersand said the, the little a, the, like at, g, at gmail.com. I use the so I use uh, the at symbol action, the at symbol read, and the at symbol wf means waiting for. I created three new email boxes. Now some people use a plus sign and then action plus, but but it, whatever it tends to put because you're using the symbols, it tends to put those email boxes up top, so they're they're kind of always right there, and so these are the only key folders I'm using now. Action, read. Now I call mine instead of read. I call mine explore. But uh, so mine is action, explore, and waiting for WF. So those are the three things I want to do. So in setting up, if you're doing this, if you're setting up your email, that was the one thing I would do is stop, go create these three folders, and maybe you're not quite ready to move around your subfolders yet. But if you are, kill your subfolders and move all the email back to the main folders. So if it's work, if it's home, if it's family, if it's, you know, the golf team, you know, take all those crazy subfolders and just move them back because you can search all these emails. Trust the search tool. All right, so that's what I did to create a setup. Um, so <clears throat> at this time, mine, Without subfolders, like I said, mine's action. I have an at action and at explore and at WF. Then I have my inbox. And then I have the spam box. And then, of course, the sent and the delete box. And then I have one for like work and play and family and a couple other little things there just that I kept. I don't really need them, but I kept them. All right. So if you've done all that, here's the next thing to do. So when I'm working with people in the next week, when I do this workshop, I'm going to say, okay, do that. Now 
go review your spam. Now, frankly, so many, some of these people have so many subfolders, I can't wait on that. So they'll probably have to do that later. But now open up your spam folder and review it. And let's just kill everything in spam. Because there's there's two things about spam, and, and Gmail does a great job of this. It's either spam or it's not spam. And if it's spam, delete it. So what I usually do, uh, and probably right now I probably have 20 or 30 things in my spam filter. I go mark all of them immediately, and then I scan them, and say, and then I uncheck the ones that are not spam. And then I delete everything, and so now everything else I go check all of it and say it's not spam. So it's kind of a two-step process. But I do, I do look at spam daily. I used to not until I realized well, I was missing a lot of your emails. All right. So if you've done that, here's the magic sauce. Here's how you do it daily. Or this is how I do it daily. And most of my friends who have inbox zeros, they do something similar. Number one, I scan my email in the morning. Now, I know a lot of us are saying, hey, you're not supposed to look at email in the morning. And uh, if you listen to other people, they'll say, don't ever open your email in the morning. But I do. I want to know if there's anything critical that came in. So I'll open the email in the morning, and I'll just glance over it. Now, I'll probably delete some things, um, but I'm only looking for hardcore action things that might need to show up. I really am probably not going to respond to anybody. Uh, so the people I might pay attention to is family members. Probably nobody else. And then I open this. This might sound weird to you. I open my spam filter and just go into it and see, is there anything that needs... I do that same process. Go blow everything away except those things that are not spam. Because if I don't, I tend to forget spam and then you've sent me an email and it ends up in spam and then you're mad at me and well then, well, we don't want, I don't want you to be mad at me. So that's kind of a quick review. That probably takes me five minutes to do what I just said. And then later in the day, much later in the day, in kind of my non-productive time, I actually do the processing of email. So I pretty much do that and I close down Gmail unless I'm sending you an email. I don't really have it open during the day. All right, so let's say it's that time of the day. And for me, it's like late afternoon when I process email. So if I've got everything set up and you've got an inbox, I don't care if your inbox is 10 things or 10,000, you basically take the same process. Go to the top email. Not to the bottom one, not to the oldest one, go to the top. Because you know how we, we get in these trends that I've emailed you and you've emailed me back and we've emailed and we've emailed back, you know, and, and oh yeah, by the way, forget all that I just said, it's, it's something else. And so you kind of start at the latest, the latest part of the conversation and, and then look back if you need to. Because if you handle the latest one, you probably have got multiple emails now you can get rid of. So I go to the very top one, and then here's how I process it. It's much like you go to the mailbox in your front, you know, at the front of your house, right? It's, it's like I'm holding your email in my hand, and I want to get rid of it or take action with it. So the first thing I say is, do I need it? If the answer is no, trash it immediately. Boom, delete. I love those, by the way, and so do you. We love throwing things away because that's one less thing for to do with. 
But if, okay, now if, I, if, if deleting is not the right thing, then what do I do with it? For many of them, it's something I'm waiting for. So this is where the magic starts to happen. I put it in the waiting for folder. I don't think about it. Does that make sense? And now we'll talk about how to deal with that folder in just a minute, but I just put it in the waiting for folder. Right now, I'm not thinking through what I'm waiting for. I'm just getting my e email box empty. I put it in the waiting for folder. If it's reference, if it's something I might want later, it's if it's conversation, I think, hey, I might could use this. And I don't I don't spend a lot of time processing that. If I think I might use it, I just archive it. Boom, right off. I just I want it to be searchable. And in Google, you know, you can archive it really easy. You just hit the archive button, boom, it's gone. It's archive, it's still there in your Gmail folder. You can go search it, you can find it, uh, but I archive it. Get rid of it. That's, in for many of us, that's probably most things. If I need to take action, and these are the ones that bother us, right? I need to take action on things, then uh, there's two, two things I'm going to do there. If I'm looking at this email and it's like, this is something Dell needs to do. If I can do it now, if it's going to take me, a, a, I think Graham Alcott in his book, Productivity Ninja, says two-minute rule. If it's going to take me more than two minutes... I mean, if it's going to take me less than two minutes, if it's like you need a quick answer, if it's yes, no, how about 11 o'clock tomorrow, uh, no, I don't like that color. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. If it's a very quick thing that I can do, I deal with it now. Just get rid of it. Deal with it now. No reason to spend any more time on it. Uh, but if it's going to take some more time and some thought, I don't think any more about it now. I will do one or two things with it. I'm probably just going to throw it into my action folder. But I also might, if it's something that we need to do that I need to set a hard time for, I might put it on my schedule. Now, I'm not going to get into the science or the judgment of that right now, because if I just get it into action, I've already solved most of the problem. Okay, so I just dealt with one email. I made a decision. Do I need it? Uh, do, do I archive it? Am I waiting for something? Or do I take action on it? And really, that's all I just did. And now I move on to the next email. And we, if you start this process and you just say, where does it go? So again, it's like you're holding mail in your hand and you're just saying, I've got to decide, does it go in the trash? Does it go on my desk? Does it go in the magazine rack? Where does it go? Does it go in the refrigerator? So that's the kind of thing that I'm doing with it. That's, that's If you can just do that, your email box... Now, depending on whether you got 100 emails or 10,000, but you can get that email box down to zero. Now, before you freak out, wait a minute, wait a minute, what about all those folders? Now it's all lost. It's not in front of me. No. Now you operate. You don't operate your life off of your mailbox in your front yard. You operate your life off of your calendar and off the stuff on your desk right? Isn't that how we operate? Well, your desk now becomes your action folder. What do I need to deal with in action? Now, just in case, just in case, here's something on my calendar that I recommend you put on your calendar. On Friday, I do mine on Friday, have a review time. And during a review time, 
I basically take all that sheet of paper on my desk and decide, is this trash? What do I do with this? I do kind of the same thing I do with my email. Um, you know, and, and I'll get rid of stuff. I'll put stuff in its proper place. And I go to the action folder and say, okay, what am I supposed to do? Okay, I need to set up a meeting here. So I, I create my to-do list from my action folders. Now, I do this kind of every day, but I'll go to my action. I'll create to-do list. I may create calendar appointments. I may create projects out of them, but that's where the meat is. But also on Friday, I go back through my waiting for. If I'm waiting for Sam to send me something and it should have gotten here by now, it's a great time on Friday to shoot him an email and say, hey, Sam, what's, what's the status? It keeps me on top of everything without cluttering my desk or cluttering my mind. Matter of fact, if I have a sheet of paper um, and, and it's just some note to call Sam, a lot of times I'll send myself an email that I'm waiting on something from Sam and stick it in my waiting for a box just because it's easier to process it there. Does this all, I hope this all makes sense. I mean, because this what this is, is instead of you being controlled by your inbox, it's you being in control. You taking all the stuff and putting it in its proper place, and then you operating instead of off of the, all the little things I happen to send. Like if I send you an email, you know, and it causes you to stop and read it, that's great. But I also want you to stop and read it at the right time for you to stop and read it. The Explorer, in, in my case, or the Read inbox. So a lot of my blog posts and things that come from my friends that are bloggers or who have some interesting things to read or some kind of you know links to cool posts, I'll put them in my Explorer folder because I do want them. I do want to look at them, and I do go back. And if I haven't gone back, I go back to them Friday. And many of them end up deleted too because I got what I needed from them. All right, so that that's it. That's it. If you can do this, and matter of fact, I challenge you to do this. I would love to hear from you that you've done this. It's always awesome when people uh, kind of get control, and I'd love to hear how you have turned your inbox into zero. So, but all of this, the post, I'll put the links and kind of the notes and the show notes about how I do this, and uh, pretty much everything we've said is going to be kind of laid out there at delkellyhand.com/slash one twenty two. How to get your email box back. To zero. So, uh, hey, remember to go to over, to over to iTunes, subscribe to this. I mean, it's really helpful to have people subscribe to these things. I mean, it helps me out. I'm just asking you for a favor. Help me out. Subscribe to it. Post a review to it. Give me a, a podcast review on there. It's. It, I mean, those things have all, all. They matter a lot to iTunes. I'll just say that. I think you know what I mean, but because of Amazon and Google and all those things. So. Awesome. You guys have a great time. Thanks so much for being with me. Talk to you next time.